What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got? All right, man. We were just talking about the Dodgers, and shout out to my boys. So Joe Kelly has another mural at um, in Venice at Baby Blue's Barbecue, and I love it. Ooh. It has the gold blue trim jersey, and, of course, this huge championship ring is being flashed, and the iconic little smirk. I love it, man. So if you guys want to go photo op right there. It, which Blue's it's the one in Venice? Is that yep. the one with the mural? Yep, Baby, oh. Baby Blue's Barbecue in Venice. Yeah. Mm, yeah tasty, yeah, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got good barbecue. Um, sure, sure, I'm hungry. LZ, well, LZ used to live in Venice. I did. I yeah. did. That's the reason why my hip hurts today. I couldn't get off the basketball court. <laughs> Love this game, man. Yeah. Game's going to so, take me out. <laughs> so, the yeah, the, the picture is from the, the day when uh, they got their rings, the ring ceremony. And it's uh, he's recreating the iconic... Uh, you know, smirk, I guess, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> that he gave the Astros. So uh, it's pretty cool stuff. So you can check it out. Nice um, swing. Yeah. I, I, I love the artistry uh, of this city, right? Like just like how much art, like, art there is, how many murals there are. I love it. Like I think it's like so woven into the fabric of this community. And, and you know, it really is like overlooked, which sounds crazy but I'll tell you from, you know, living in other parts of the country, New York is always seen as the incubator for creativity mm-hmm. and that L.A. was always in other parts of the city when it came to the creative space, kind of viewed as more of an imitator or, you know, a city that added on to but didn't create, if you will. And since living here, I can't think of a more wrong way of characterizing this city in this part of the country there is so much creativity around and new york just got better press but there's a lot of creative artists here who are building things from the ground up themselves and this city deserves the love for that so i'm really glad to see it being shown through murals because there's other art that happens that's just as organic and it's just as amazing that comes out of the city I just like murals of sports figures. I think it's really cool. I don't know if you guys saw last week, but uh, the Padres had a guy named Joe Musgrove who threw up a no-hitter, and they put up I a mural. I did see that. He, and it, the cool part of that, right, is that he, he's, he grew up in San Diego. Yeah, So, but this is the thing. He, it was only his second start because he had come from the Pittsburgh Pirates. But forget about all that. They put a mural because it was the first no-hitter in the team's history, 50 right. years, 8,200 baseball games, wow. their first no-hitter. Mm. They put a mural up of the kid, yeah. At his high school. I his past it. Sunday. And isn't, cool. I thought it was really That's cool. cool. Yeah. That's very cool. I like murals. I approve. Yeah. George, I are you a mural guy? I do. I love them. I, I love them. I am a big, big, big fan uh, of murals. I, I think it adds to kind of the um, culture of the cities, right? Like, I think that um, it allows art, art to be expressed. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Um, you know, I know a number of artists. Um, so I, I love that. Uh, you know, a lot of the more forward-thinking cities like this one uh, generally uh, allow that to happen. Occasionally, we run into uh, some issues. Like we had, what was the place in Downey, Laura, that we had a complaint about, uh, or that the city or the neighbors were complaining because people were stopping to see a mural? Oh uh, yeah, the traffic there was traffic that was happening from the murals. Yeah, yeah. But we were getting calls from people going, "Yo, I'm standing right here. There's no traffic, and there's nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah. no problem. So, yeah. You know what? There should be there should be an app where you could take your pictures and then push the mural 
button, and then it takes your pictures and it muralizes them. Because I could see the picture of the three of us where LZ's in the middle and George is on the right and I'm on the left, and I look like an idiot. I'm pointing at everybody. Like, what are you pointing at, moron? Okay? But you take that picture and then you just click mural, and then it becomes more street-looking, artsy. So you're you're saying that, that like a filter is what you're saying. Yeah, but like I don't know. Does anybody have that? Does no, because you're that? right. There are filters. Like I see people on Instagram that they do those. What's that star filter, Laura? That that uh, I see all the time. What's that called? I, I don't know. Is that the star <laughs> I was like, filter? Wait, what I know? But you, no, I don't know because you're on Instagram <laughs> way more we than don't me. Know. We're we're asking for an SOS here. Come on, yeah. man. I, but I you know what I'm saying? Like you've seen that filter, right? When people use the stars on their, uh, you know, it makes their face look twinkly and their eyes mm-hmm. look twinkly. And yeah, maybe there's somebody out there. Maybe yeah. there's somebody out there who really is good at Photoshop who could find the picture of the three of us and then they could muralize it. Do you mind? Could somebody do that and then tweet it to us so that we can check it out and we get muralized? That should be the name of the app, Muralize. Yeah. Muralize. They, well, I think you're on to something. Why don't you just create it yourself? You know, because it's you're a pain an entrepreneur. In the ass. I know, yeah. but I've been dealing with an app for four years and it's a whole headache and it's just too much work. And uh, I got That's enough That's exactly apps. what Mike Zuckerberg said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I Um, I got enough apps going. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. We were talking about Aaron Donald earlier. If you don't know, there's a story out that some allegedly he got into some fight. Um, The guy who got punched in the eye by somebody, maybe or maybe not Aaron Donald, has big swollen eye all shut. Uh, Our buddy Ryan Clark tweeted out power rankings of top five NFL players. I'm not fighting. Number one, Aaron Donald. Number two, A.D. Number three, 99 for the Rams. Number four, dude that lifted Devontae Freeman off his feet as Freeman swung at him for five yards. Uh, number five, dude that trains with knives. Yep, all the same person. I, I just don't understand. Yeah. Like, how do you arrive to that conclusion? Yeah. Not you had to be drinking, I had to be drinking gasoline laced with Coke well, listen. before, <laughs> before I, I get would, there with Aaron Donald. I would prefer to fight a real Ram. Then fight Aaron Donald. Like I mean, an actual seriously. Ram. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I would not, I would not want to do that. Um, Lakers. So, KCP. Um, so, LZ, while you were gone, LeBron, in very LeBron fashion, okay, um, put out an Instagram post. I'm, now I'm paraphrasing. But basically that a storm was coming, okay, that the weatherman says get right and get to a safe spot. Because the storm is coming. It was a picture of him in AD, okay? Sitting there, mm-hmm. ready to roll soon, okay? So we created Stormwatch, okay? We said Stormwatch is coming. It is here. LeBron and AD is coming. So Woj last weekend, okay, said that LeBron and AD, or this past weekend, pardon me, was like, AD was like 10 days away or so, almost two, somewhere between 10 days and two weeks. So we are now, you know, about four days away from that. Uh, so now, you know, in theory, we're looking at AD in about, you know, six to ten days, maybe a week or so. Um, and then he said LeBron shortly after that. So we're like, all right, so they're going to be back before the end of the month. That's going to be cool, ready to roll. You know, maybe another week of the guys, you know, trying to tread water here. So KCP yesterday may have let it slip, LZ and Cap, that Stormwatch – uh, you know, that low-pressure system out there in the Pacific may be uh, taking some time to get here. Let me hear what KCP said. We definitely want them guys back as soon as possible. You know, I, I just don't know the timetable. But, you know, we, we still got, what, 15 games left maybe, uh, if, I'm, if I'm correct on that. 
16, I think. Um, and I don't think they'll be back at any time soon with over the 15 games. But, you know, we, we still got uh, another road trip to, uh, we got to uh, finish. You know, uh, and we got to continue to just get wins. You know, we got to do it as, as together and, and as much as possible. We got to we try to get the dubs. So we've got conflicting reports from different meteorologists, LZ. (laughs) Well, you know, the weatherman looks at the charts and then, you know, she or he estimates what may happen. But there's always a chance that if it's 85% chance of sunshine, that it might rain. That's a good 15% chance. And that's all KCP is doing. Mm. You know, he's giving you the real. Now, I'm not worried um, in large part because... I believe in the reporting of Woj mm-hmm. more than the reporting of KCP. <laughs> Wait, so let so uh, let me ask you this: Do you mm-hmm. believe that KCP would know that if LeBron and AD were close? Like, do you think? Like, look, they're teammates, but there's there's different levels of teammates, right? Right. Like, there's teammates that are you know friends. That are teammates that are friendly, that are teammates that are just colleagues. You know what I'm saying? And then there's teammates you ain't even messing with, okay? Right. Now, I don't believe he's in the ladder, KCP. Nope. nope. But, you know, does he where does he where do you think he falls in those other three categories? I think he's working on a, 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 a information where he's just sort of saying, Hey, how you feeling? I'm I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm good, I'm coming. Right, right. And he's right. watching the movement on the court and he just said based upon what he saw. Which, really, I think that makes him the teammate that you mess with, but you may not necessarily talk to all the time. <laughs> so which teammate is that? Which, 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 which version of teammate is that? The one that you're cool with, but, you, but if you're, like, hanging out and you got, like, an extra few hours, you're not going to hit them up and say, hey, let's go get a bite to eat. So, okay, oh, right, that was what I was going to say. That is the, okay, the, now LeBron does this a lot. He does like to invite the whole group to dinner and things mm-hmm. like that. But there are times on the road, I'm sure, that LeBron is having a more intimate dinner. So you're saying that KCP doesn't get invited to the intimate dinner, but the group dinner, obviously, he, LeBron is cool. He does that a lot. Right. Um, but he doesn't get to the intimate dinner. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, it, because there's a huge age gap between the two of them. Right. And, I mean, we forget that. That when it comes to like interacting with one another, age matters. You know, LeBron's thirty six. Mm. What is KCP? He is twenty nine. Twenty eight. That's like eight, eight years. years. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge gap, man. Mm-hmm. That's a huge gap in terms of where you are in life. Um, that's a huge gap in terms of your goals because of where they they're standing in the world. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not saying they don't hang out. Right. But I but I personally do struggle with people who are significantly younger than I am and in a different total place in their life than I am. I do struggle maintaining any sort of deeper relationships with these people because what are we talking about? Yeah. Okay, I just want to jump in, though, and say this. Like, I'm going to buy what KCP's selling here for a minute, and I know it conflicts against one of the greatest, you know, uh, reporters and insiders that there are covering the NBA. Sure. But I feel like, like when you're a player and you're around your teammates and you see them in the trainer's room and you're talking to them or you're seeing them try to go out and shoot or run or working with, you know, whoever it is, 
I think you as a player get a sense of, well, you know what? I'm looking at LeBron. I know him. I know his game. I know the way he moves. And you know what? He don't look anywhere close to me. So then he comes into a press conference and he says it kind of like it was sort of a flippant kind of a comment, you know, like it, it sort of almost went under the radar like, hey, listen, I don't think they're going to be back anytime soon. So what is anytime soon? Because he was trying to go through how many games we have, 15, 16, 70, whatever it is. I don't think they're going to be back anytime soon. I kind of take it from the player that he's looking at him, he's watching, and that's what he sees. And so I think reporters oftentimes are given pieces of information that organizations want to put out. And so I'm going with the player here. Okay, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, now, Laura, hit, hit the music here for a second. Okay. I want to play a game with you here, with you guys, okay? With LZ, Greg, Laura, and, of course, Cap, okay? Who gets to the dinner, okay, with Bron on the intimate dinner, if we were guessing, okay? So I'm going to go through the teammates here real quick, and you tell me. All right, LZ, I'll start with you. You ready? Okay. All right. Dennis Schroeder. No. Cap? Nope. Greg? Yeah, I don't think so. Laura? Hell no. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so either. Um, Markeith Morris, LZ? Yes. Really? Okay, They're very Cap? close in age. Okay, Cap? Nope. Laura? Yes. Greg? Absolutely. I'm going to say no. Mm. I'm going to say no, too. Um, again, LeBron is great he, he, with the teammates. Like He does a lot of group stuff, but I'm talking about just the, the intimate private dinner. I'm not going to count Ben McLemore. He's been here five minutes, okay? Um, Alfonso McKinney, LZ? No. Cap? Nope. Laura? Nope. Greg? No, zero no. chance. Wes, Wesley Matthews, LZ. No. Cap. Nope. Laura. Yes. Greg. Yeah, I'm with Laura. Yes. No, no, no. I don't think so. Kyle Kuzma, LZ. Where are they eating at? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Think of any fancy restaurant on the road, like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, because if it's a spot in a major city, I'm gonna say no. But if it's a if a spot like in Cleveland or something, I'm gonna say yes. No, if they're in Cleveland, they're at LeBron's house. Everybody's okay. there. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just throwing out like a small city versus a large city. Okay, so like OKC, like yeah. So OKC, OKC, <laughs> yeah. So you're like a caveat, okay? So so yeah, you can yes come with me caveat. to OKC, but if I'm but if I'm in New York, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, no. Yes, with a twist, okay. Yeah. Remember, uh, this, is an, this is an intimate dinner, yeah, and it's LeBron, yeah, and you're asking if Kuz is invited, and yet again, as I've said the entire time, the answer is nope. Okay. Laura? No. Greg? Nah. Yeah, I'm going to go no. Maybe. I don't even know if LZ, if I agree with LZ on this one. All right. Taylor Horton Tucker, LZ. Hell yeah. Cap? Nope. Laura? Of course. Greg? Yes, he is. I'm going to say yes because I think he he loves, he really likes taking the young man under his wing. I'm going to yep. agree with LZ for the first Goes time. Goes against here. LZ's whole age thing. Okay. I know, but, but, different. but, but a mentee. A mentee. Yes, yeah. very, very different. Mentee. This is not a mentee. friendship. Flesh. Yeah, right. Uh, Montrez Harrell, LZ. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> it is a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, mm. if something, I'm gonna down, say, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna okay. say yes. Trez gets to go. Cap? Nope. Laura? Yes. Greg? Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna say there. yes too. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes too. Um, because Trez know, is real. Well, and and there's the clutch <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they're part of clutch. They're both. They're both on true. Clutch. 
Mark, Mark, Mark Gasol? I would say no. Everybody no, know? No, man. No, yeah, no, 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 Mark Gasol. No, no, no. Does LeBron no. know who Mark Gasol is? Yeah, Jared Dudley. <laughs> yes. LZ? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Cap? Uh, this is my first yes of the group, but it's okay. just mostly because it's like, hey, Jared, come with us and just like take notes and listen. Don't say anything. Just listen to what we say. No, 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 no. I disagree. No, he's totally disagree. He's, he's the, the one I mean, is talking. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's going to be the one that's going to talk. Yeah. You, you yeah. take notes, you listen to what I say, and then you go deliver the message. But yeah. come with no, us I, and be a fly on the wall. No, not, he's not being a fly on the wall, man. No, Are you paying no. attention, Cap? Yeah. Everybody knows Dudley's the mouthy one. I yeah. understand. He is the mouthy one, I, for listen, sure. Listen, that's what his role is on the team. He's the yeah. spokesperson. I yeah. got it. Uh, this is the Greg, first guy I'm saying he gets the invitation. Yeah, Dudley's there, and he's L- talking the entire time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, we all know AD, right? Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Andre Drummond. LZ. Yeah, this year. He right. gets to come to the dinners this year because we need yeah. to bring him in. He just make, got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to make him feel nice now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cap? Yeah. Nope. Oh, Laura? Yes, with the twist. Oh, why? What twist? <laughs> What's the twist? <laughs> I think it just kind of like what you said about Coos, just certain cities. I, I okay. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you, Nat. Okay. Uh, Greg? Yeah, I don't think he makes it in yet. Nope. Oh, I think he does. I think he does. Um, okay, we started with KCP. I'm trying to think, is there anyone else? Well, AD, obviously. All right, this is the Crucial. last one. Because I'm not going to say I'm not gonna say Kaycock or Atentacumpo. Like, there are no. <laughs> Alex Caruso, LZ. Um, I'm going to say no. Yeah, Cap? Nope. Laura? I'm going to go, yeah. Greg? No, I'm out. <laughs> you know what Greg just sounded like? <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a trucker, you know, like when they, yep. they were on the right. CB. It was like, yeah, breaker, breaker, no. one nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that mic, dude. Good Lord. Um, all right. That's the whole team. So, yeah, there's not very many yeses. Wait, what did you say? Oh, I'm going to say no on Caruso, yeah. Yeah, I got no on Caruso. Yeah, all yeah, I've no got is AD, who's yeah. always welcome, right. and I've got Dudley, who's a sometimeser. But yeah. other than that, I don't think anybody else is invited to the really intimate stuff because I have the perception that if he were going out uh, and it wasn't a big team dinner, it'd be bidding it. So I don't think that anybody else would be invited. It's like, AD, come listen because you should be a part of this. You should hear this. And Dudley, I know you're going to have to do the talking for us, so that's good. So you come too. But everybody else, you guys do your own thing. All right, coming up next, you <laughs> Niner fans out there. I know there's plenty of you here in Southern California. You may – Screw up the whole draft or set up the whole draft for some other teams. I hope Kyle Shanahan knows what the hell he's doing. I'll explain what that means in three minutes. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So, LZ, you and I, real quick, we're, at, we're mm-hmm. talking during the break because um, Kyrie's Lee is the only uh, one of the three players playing for the Nets today. And uh, Philadelphia was blowing them out, and Kyrie's been on the bench, and now the Nets have made a run to make this an eight-point game, even though they were down almost 20. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Girl, careful there. <laughs> you almost made me curse. <laughs> careful there. Laura dumped it just in case because it was close as hell. He said, shoot. Yeah. Oh, All right. Close as hell. So AF. you you asked me the question, 
about, like, when was the last time they had a meaningful win with uh, just Kyrie, uh, this Nets team? So I was looking back, and they – they, I hold found on, one. They, I found one, yeah. okay? I found one. They beat Utah with just Kyrie, okay? That's a great win. On January 5th, okay? That's probably that's the best – That's probably the best win with just Kyrie. But they are 3-5 and five with just Kyrie and not Harden or Durant in the lineup so far this season. Yeah, I, I was actually looking at that game against the Knicks. And I know the Knicks are like floating with 500 or whatever. But James only played four minutes. Kyrie had to play 37. He dropped 40. He played beautifully. They were able to win the game. But generally speaking, um, you know, Kyrie's an enigma, man, because – He's so offensively gifted. I mean, he's on the verge of a 50-40-90 season, giving you 27 a night. Mm-hmm. There's no question he's one of the most gifted you know, offensive players in the league. But why doesn't all that efficiency lead to more wins? Yeah, I don't get it. And all I can think of is that he doesn't make winning plays. He just makes dope plays. Like, he's dope as hell. Right. But well, does he you make know what? winning you, plays? You know who I used to compare him to? When he was younger, who? Stephon Marbury. Hmm, that's not bad. And people that's would get bad. mad as hell when I would say that. But you know, I—I I mean, early in his career, pre-LeBron, you know, yeah. there, there's a lot of similarities there. I, mean, I love dude, Steph Marbury. Oh, I mean, I love him as a like a talk show host. Yes, of course. God, I love that guy. <laughs> I love him as a baller. He was a good player, of he course. He was a good player, man. He was, he was tough. And right, but he and didn't equate to wins. Very skilled, but it yeah. didn't equate to wins. Yeah. Right. I know, yeah. We had a weird bromance for like a few months, me and Stephon Marbury. Really? I swear to you, was the weirdest Did you guys eat thing. Vaseline together? No, no, <laughs> no, we didn't. We did not. Uh, but I knew about that, and I wanted to ask him about it. I talked to him about it, but I met him at a Laker game. Of all, I, I oh, wow. literally, I met him wow. at a Laker game wow. at a halftime, one of these, you know, halftime swanky party things. Met him, and the next thing you know, we were exchanging numbers, and then the next thing I knew was he was coming down to San Diego, and he's like, yo, man, I'm going to come stay. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And he did. He literally came. We all stayed in the same house, hung out, um, and it kind of went on for a few more weeks, like just of texting and fun and like, hey, we're pals now. And then it just all faded. Well, I think he's in went, China, went so China. there's that. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the kind of the end of the weird relationship. But you know one thing about Kyrie is interesting that we all like to talk about this guy. He's a very interesting character. And I know I saw Stephen A. earlier today on ESPN talking about, you know, that he's tired of all of this, you know, this, the, these days off. He just gets to take days off. In fact, Stephen A. said something to the effect of, only LeBron James, he should be the only guy in the NBA that ever needs a personal day. If there's one guy that could use it, it would be LeBron, not Kyrie. So he's just a very controversial figure. I heard him. I heard uh, uh, Ramona on with Ireland the other day, and she said, you know, if everybody understood why he's taking these personal days, everybody would be more understanding, and there wouldn't be so much criticism. But here's the problem. The public doesn't know, and all they think of is, and this gets back to your question of why doesn't he win big games, the public doesn't know whatever is going on with him, just other than what we get to know. And um, the question is, can you count on him? Will he be there? And so when you say he doesn't make winning plays, that may be true. But it's also a question of do players on the team, do they count on him? Do they believe in him? Do they think he's all in like they are? That's a good, that's a good question, you know, because we do know, you know, what happened in terms of the chemistry in Boston. 
And we do know that his stay with the Nets got off to a rocky start with Steve Nash. And we obviously know about his relationship with LeBron. And after a certain point, it's not everybody else. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. It, it just isn't. And so the question is, are his quirks or the way that he carry himself, are they contributing to the losses in the sense that, to your point, Cap, um, they're, they're not buying into what's going down because they're not buying into the guy that's trying to lead them. Yeah. Well, t- to add to this, it is a three-point game now. Wow. In the last seven <laughs> – a four-point game, pardon me. It, with 90 seconds to go, in the last seven minutes without Kyrie on the floor, the Nets are on a 23-4 to run. Wow. Oh, my mm. goodness. By the way, I loved seeing him get thrown out of the game on Saturday against the Lakers. You know, and, and I mentioned Aaron Donald earlier when he got thrown out of a game against San Francisco in 2016. He was ultimately really thrown out of the game because he kind of pushed the referee off of him. And you couldn't even really see it. It was, it was not violent in any way. But if you remember, Aaron Donald like slammed his helmet to the ground as he was being kicked out of the game. Uh, when Kyrie got the tee and was kicked out and, and, he, and the ref was trying to separate him and Schroeder, he pushed the referee. And no one makes a deal of it because, again, it wasn't intended to be violent. It was just get your hands off of me. And, um, and I just loved seeing him get kicked out of that game because I would have thought if I were Kyrie and LeBron sitting on the bench, I'm planning on giving you my A game and he didn't even make it to the second wait, wait, half. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Yeah. You're trying to tell me that the Nets are coming back against the Sixers having only made four of 21 three-pointers? So you're yeah, telling me – going- Right Kyrie and getting to the sits free down and they yeah. play defense and they attack the rim and they yeah. come back. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about to be a three-point game if Landry Shamit hits this free throw. Yep, with a minute here's, 16 to go. Here's a I question so for you guys. You, by the way, I'm at 104. Here's, here's a question for both of you. <laughs> go ahead. Listeners, too, if you want to call in. Who looks worse? Joel Embiid allowing a team without Harden KD or essentially Kyrie to come back and win this game or Kyrie for allowing his team without anybody, including him, come back and win against the 76er. Who looks worse, Kyrie or, or Joel? I'm going Joel because they had a monster lead and they should not have let Brooklyn back into this game. And, you know, you look at Embiid. I mean, he has got the most incredible physique for a big man. I mean, he's just got big, giant shoulders and guns. I mean, he's a monster um, and he's, you can't let a team like this. When you've got a team this badly beat, you can't let them claw their way back in. I'm going Embiid. So I would say if we were doing – okay, like I always like to do this, and we'll take a break here because we've got to play big deal, no deal in a second. Um, if, we, if tomorrow on first take, right, mm-hmm. Stephen A and Max are lining up, and my guy, your guy, LZ, Antoine Lewis, the producer of that show, okay, was lining up A1, right, topic A, A block, topic one. It would be Joel Embiid, but topic A2 would absolutely be Kyrie, okay? You ain't getting out of that A block without talking about Kyrie, too, okay? That is exa- you know that's happening, okay? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Kyrie being A1, man. Uh, okay. I, I am. I am yeah. because your, your squad's coming back against the number one team in the East with you watching them. Yeah. All right. We, we and I'm not discuss- saying with KD and Harden. I'm saying, what is it, Jeff Green? 
Yeah, Nick Claxton. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who? Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Yeah, uh, Timothy Lawawu Cabarro. Um, Don't. Who? How many guys is that? <laughs> yeah. All right, we gotta go. We gotta go to break. Laura's yelling at me. All right, so we will. Uh, we'll break. We'll play big deal or no deal. Uh, we'll get to the football conversation, Niner fans. I promise. At six forty-five, uh, we're back in three minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Actually, Chris, I'll steal it first. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal. Of course, if it's a big deal, you call the right attorney when you're in, injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Law. Call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because it's a big deal when you get in an accident and because you deserve what's right. Go ahead, Greg. What do you got? All right, George, we're going to start with you. And Ben Simmons, who is obviously a very good defender, took a bit of a shot at Rudy Gobert on the jump yesterday with Rachel Nichols saying, I'm one of those guys who can guard one through five. Obviously, there's a lot of respect for Rudy Gobert. I know what he's capable of. I know he's great down there in the paint, but he's not guarding everybody. And that's just what it is. He guarded me in Utah. I had 42. And apparently, I'm not a scorer. It is what it is. So, George, is this a big deal or no deal? Oh, I mean, it's a big deal because he's right, number one. I mean, look, Rudy <laughs> Gobert, he is an analytic – analytics people love him. And, by the way, basketball people should love him because he does stuff on defense that we haven't seen really since Ben Wallace, right, in a lot of ways. Might play um, it. He's also bigger and longer and more athletic even perhaps than Ben was. Um, so, I, I, But I do think Ben's right. Like, guarding the perimeter – is harder in today's NBA because you got to guard Steph Curry and Damian Lillard out there by the logo, you know, near center court. So, like, once they cross half court, you got to guard them. So Ben's job, in theory, is harder. Ben can guard one through five. I don't believe Gobert can. And I think Ben is uh, campaigning for his, uh, you know, candidacy of Defensive Player of the Year. He's second right now in regards to the betting favorites behind Gobert. So I, I do think it's, it's a big deal, and I think that Ben deserves more credit on that side. We talk a lot about Ben's shortcomings, quote-unquote, as someone who doesn't shoot the ball well enough, but we don't talk about all the great stuff that he does. I'm going no deal because this is what makes the NBA fun. Yeah, the games are interesting, but it's all the talk off the floor, and it's, uh, and it's all the talk on social media or on TV or whatever. I like it. I wish everybody would be more involved in it like the NBA players are. So for me, these guys talking or criticizing, no deal. Um, I never understood this Rudy Gobert defensive giant thing to begin with, to be quite honest with you. Because to Ben's point, he doesn't guard the perimeter. And George, you're right, the perimeter is much more difficult today than it has ever has been. And no pound intended with that one. But I will say that Rudy Gobert is really only guarding the five. He's not really that good against stretch fours. <laughs> because once they start shooting threes and putting the ball on the ground, it's a wrap. So uh, I'm going to say Ben Simmons talking smack is a big deal because he's one billion percent right. All right. What's next, Greg? Mm, mm, 
All right, LZ, let's stick with you. So the Los Angeles Dodgers are playing great ball right now, obviously. Mm -hmm. And through 11 games, the leader in RBIs with 10 is Zach McKinstry. So is LZ, is this a big deal or no deal? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Because it just speaks to the brilliance of our leadership. And when you start asking yourself, how, how, how the Dodgers are going to continue to stay on top of the mountaintop when they have Colorado and San Diego nipping at their heels. Andrew Friedman is how. To your point, Greg, we find talent. We have talent to spare. And we have those things because of Andrew and his team. I'm going to have to agree here and go big deal. And it's not necessarily because he's leading the team in RBIs with 10 because as I recall, Greg, which game was it recently where he hit a ball way up into the sky? It was going back towards the wall and it got you know, somebody lost it in the sun and it scored a couple of runs. So, you know, listen, that is a legit RBI. It's just that the ball got lost in the sun. Then he came back and he hit a big home run later in the game. So, look, it's not to me the numbers. It's just the fact that where did he come from? You know, who's who was ready for this? And in, a, in an early part of the season where you've got a guy like Bellinger who needs a little bit of time because of a calf, and you've got Mookie whose back, back is bothering him all of a sudden, you throw somebody in, and that's the sort of performance you get. And to me, that's the big deal. Uh, look, I think it's a big deal because to LZ's point earlier, it always feels like someone um, just kind of comes out of nowhere. Max Muncy, right, a couple years ago. Right, I mean, you, right. There's always some dude that we've never heard of that's like, whoa, where'd this guy come from, right? And that's just the brilliance of this organization and Andrew Friedman. What's next, Greg? All right, I actually want to start with Laura on this one. So, Laura, if you're ready. Um, Ryan Gosling is in a new movie out soonish called The Actor. And so I just want to know with, from you, is Ryan Gosling a big deal Fine. or no deal? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Laura, hey. Uh, yeah, he's gorgeous. He's fine. I don't really care. He can take off his shirt and whatever he wants, and I'll watch it. It's not, not a big deal. So not I'm a big sure. deal? It's not. He could post a picture, and I'll watch it. So it's, I don't care if it's a movie. I don't. It's not a big deal to me. Well, I'm trying to understand the question here. Is it a big deal or no deal that he's in a new movie? No, just him in general. Just oh, oh he's Gosling. a big deal. Oh, yeah, him, yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. He's a big deal. Some clarification there. Thank you. Thank you, Cap. Yeah, Thank yeah, he's a big deal. I mean, he's come a long way from, uh, you know, being the wide receiver that was benched in Remember the Titans, so. It's a very big deal. Mm -hmm. he, he's, he, he's one of the few actors that's loved by all. Yeah. When I say all, I mean heteros, homos, bios, <laughs> males, females. Like, he just hits everybody's button some sort of way. Like, dudes don't feel weird going to see his movies because he's always playing like the guy who gets the beautiful chick and can kill you if need be it. <laughs> Which is always a plus, you know. <laughs> speaking from a gaze, we love him, to Laura's point, because he's fine. Like... And he's got, like, a really good personality. Like, it's not boring, but he doesn't try to be too much. Like, he hits the sweet spot. It's kind of like when Denzel was, like, in the mid-'90s through the mid-2000s. Like, Denzel was just fire because he hits everyone's check, 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 check. Yeah, I mean, I guess the guy's a big deal, right? I mean, he's a big superstar. He seems like he's a really good dude in real life. Like, you know, he's got some stuff that he does outside of – 
making content, you know, some restaurants and things, and he's got some philanthropic stuff he's involved with that is, you know, I mean, he seems like a good guy outside of just being a big superstar actor. So the question is, is he a big deal or is he no deal? Yeah, he's, he's a big deal, this guy. Okay, fair enough. Big deal. I agree. What's next, Greg? So Super Bowl champion, three-time Super Bowl champion, Julian Edelman announced his retirement on Monday. And uh, Gronk came out and said there's a 69% chance he is going to join us in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. So, Scott, is this a big deal or no deal? Well, I think it's a big deal because uh, Julian Edelman, I, I love guys who can do what he was able to do, which is go from being a mid-major college quarterback and become an impactful wide receiver and become one of Tom Brady's best friends, his most relied upon receiver, guy who made huge plays in a a big Super Bowl comeback against Atlanta with one of the most famous catches. And you got to understand something, fellas. When I was a little kid and I would go to Hebrew school, the only guy we ever had was Sandy Koufax. Julian Edelman's my guy. And I think that Julian Edelman will retire He'll get his body right, and a year from now, he'll be playing with Tom in Tampa. I don't think it's going to be a year. Oh, you think it's sooner? Well, what did Gronk say, Greg? He said there's a 69% chance that he'll be in Tampa. That's kind of his thing, though. (laughs) Right. Exactly. By the way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm going – he's going to be playing this year. Okay. Because if he sits down, he's not coming back. I, I'm going to say no deal. I think his body is toast. He's a little guy. He played 12 seasons. He doesn't. Ha- the injuries have been piling up for a long time. He doesn't have it anymore. Um, and, you know, look, he was a very good receiver, made some key plays for them for many years. Um, but, yeah, I, I think no deal. I think he's done. I really think that he wants to get away from Belichick like so many of these other guys do. I really think he, he feels like he's got enough money that he could take a year keep himself in great shape. And to LZ's point, maybe it's sooner than than a year from now. But I still think he will play again, and I think he will catch passes from Brady again. Okay. What's next, Greg? All right, George, we'll start with you. Disney's California Adventure is opening up the Avengers Campus on June 4th, and it will even have a big deal ride. <laughs> so there you go. Thanks. It's a big deal or no deal. I guess, LZ, you can go first. I did already. <laughs> George? Oh, yeah. Big deal, dude. Like, all of this is a big deal. Like, people love theme parks, and people love Marvel, and people love Disney. And uh, so do I. All the above, by the way, just if anyone's listening in Burbank. I'm going to say at this moment, again, anybody who's listening in, in the, the Disney family, today, for me, I'm going no deal because I have said many times, I don't know anything about any of these movies, but but hold on. Here's what I'll do. You ready? I'll go. Sedano, LZ, and Greg here in a few minutes. I I will go to this Avengers campus. What am I, Laura? Can we say and Laura too? (laughs) And Laura too. (laughs) I will go there. I will get in on it. The number two though, not T-O-O, the number two. Got it. I will go there. (laughs) I will get in on it. And then maybe it'll get me really motivated to finally catch up to everybody because I am clearly clearly the only guy that has not yet come to the party yeah but you you prefer that way 
Well, I mean, listen, LZ, I want to speak the language, dog. I want to be able to say no, to you, you, don't. you know what? I feel like I mean, the, mo- no, LZ's the movie's right. been out, it, it, no, 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 the no. Movie's been out yeah. 15 years, man. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to see it. LZ's right. Here's the thing. If you yeah. wanted to speak the language, you've done it. And I know I what you're going to say. Hold on, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know what you're going to say. Okay? What? Okay? You're going to be like, oh, there's 15 movies and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Well, I did say it's kind of like It's kind of like when you were a kid. In mm-hmm. school, right? And yeah. there was like a reading list, a summer mm-hmm. reading list. Yeah. You, ha- you waited till the last week before school to read yeah. all the damn books. Right. No one well, signed this to me yet. Okay. Well, why- you've been saying you're going to watch the movies. I Is am. this kind of like when you told us you were going to send us the dance video and it took us a month to well, get that out listen, of you? I got caught up in something else recently. I'm watching a new show now called Who Killed Sarah? So I'm binge watching that. Oh, I-, I-, I heard that's actually pretty good. It's good. Yeah. It's very intense. Yeah. All right. That's a uh, big deal or no deal brought to you by our friends at Sam and Ash Law. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here. One more segment to go. We actually have another show tomorrow. Short show, though, because we'll take you up to Lakers Celtics for the first game where fans will be at Staples Center tomorrow, which would be cool. So, Greg, you requested this shot song. Why is that? Well, because you guys have been talking a lot about Aaron Donald and getting into fights and I just thought, like, what what drink could you possibly have that could get you to want to fight him? Adios. An adios? Adios. Mm, I won't say the rest of the word. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) I already done something. You know, that dude was big. You know, I don't know much about him, but I'm going to take a guess that he he played football or some level. Right. um, Before his encounter with... uh, with AD and maybe he was filling himself. So maybe it wasn't so much the alcohol as much as it was he was drunk on ego. It could be that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Pittsburgh's a crazy town, dude. I'm telling you right now, anybody who's uh, driving around, because I know that Pittsburgh people are everywhere and there's a lot of them in L.A. Pittsburgh's a crazy town. People drink a lot. They party late into the night. They, they do get stupid. And, uh, and when there's somebody who's got some celebrity status around town, there's always one idiot somewhere who says, I got to have a piece of that just to see what it's all about. And then you get a big, fat, black eye and a broken arm and a concussion. And now you got instantaneously, I guarantee you, some ambu- ambulance chaser who's now going, oh, don't worry about it, man. We're going to get him. We're going to get that money. And then you're like, yeah, but as I'm putting this ice bag on my eye, it hurts really, really bad. That was a... Stupid thing to do. And I still don't believe Aaron Donald's the guy who hit him. I, I'm going to have to see this for myself and, and hear the proof. We, we need video. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I don't even need Aaron Donald to hit him. I just need to know you were stupid enough to think you could fight him. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, clearly the shot is fireball. Fireball. Yeah. yeah. Fireball. Yeah. Oof. I, just, no. I, don't, I haven't drank it that often, but the few times I have, it's like, bleh. Yeah. Have mm. you had it with horchata? The um, no, I haven't had the, it. With oh, horchata, what is it no. called? It's like a. It's called a cinnamon twist, but it's yeah. like a, yeah. It's ooh, I'm gonna send mm, you a picture. Like so good. Yeah, it sounds like it's, <laughs> it sounds like I'm gonna throw up. It get too twisted. 
yeah. really quick because it's sweet and then you don't feel it and it has fireball yeah. in it. Fireball shots remind me of a Michelle Beadle Super Bowl party mm. for whatever reason. That's like the first thing that comes Is that to my because mind. she had them at a Super Bowl party? Yeah, no, no, right. I just don't remember anything after that. Got it. Yeah. That For sense. me, it's got to be like, you guys, anybody here ever drank? Because I've only drank it like two or three times. And I never, I never drank it willingly, by the way. Jägermeister. When you oh, have a gross. A that is Jager college. Bomb. Never the Jager again. Bomb. Dude, yeah. The Jager Bomb will do it. That bottle, when you open that bottle and out pours like Robitussin, yes. you know, like, like a, a really... Uh, it looks like and smells like cough medicine. And then you look at the bottle and there's like a dead deer head on the front. You're like, okay, this is not for me. This is just not for me right here. And it just makes me sick. And I would never drink it. But it's the kind of drink that you would do something really stupid. I mean, I don't know if it'd be that stupid. Like, yo, AD, you want some of this smoke? And he's like, um, I'm going to punch you in the eye and it's going to hurt really bad. And you're going to cry to your lawyer. Yes, that's me. Yeah. You're a gold schlager. Yeah, that's oh, gross, too. Oh, I also yeah. had that in college. Yeah, with the little was... gold flakes. Oof, yeah, that's going to get you to be yeah. fight people. So, Laura, you sent this to me. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you added rumchata with Fireball. You. And uh, you have a combination of the adult version of Cinnamon Toast Crunch in shot form. It's crazy. And there's c- cinnamon, instead a rim, right, a cinnamon rim on there. Well, I do it a little different, but it's... It's not like something you want to have a lot of because no, it is, it's yeah. too sweet. Yeah. But man, you have one and you're good. You're good. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, let me ask you this question. Speaking mm-hmm. of, we were talking about Aaron Donald and that situation. Stick, sticking to football. Now, I, I know there's Niner fans here in Southern California. Um, and I would say there's more Niner fans than Charger fans um, here mean, in this yeah, neck of the Yeah, there's more woods. fans of 31 other teams than Charger fans. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, I like the Chargers. I'm just saying, like, they've got an uphill battle, is what I would say. Um, but the Niners either will screw up the draft or make the draft because they have traded three picks to get up to the number three spot, okay? And when they got up there, I thought, well, you know, I guess, you know, everyone's saying Trevor Lawrence is one and Zach Wilson, who I'm not a fan of, by the way, Zach Wilson, um, the kid from BYU. Um, I think he's like a worse, a lesser version of Kyler Murray and like not as athletic or certainly not as fast. Um, so I think he's going to be a bust. But not Justin Fields, who I think is going to be fantastic. And I don't understand all the, the people knocking him. Um, but Mac Jones from Alabama, who is a good quarterback. Like, I feel like he's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But he reminds me of Jared Goff, Right. And it, it reminds me very similarly, Cap, of, you know, and granted, different circumstances, right? Sean McVay gets here, and it's like, yo, I can fix golf, right? Like, and he did. He got to a Super Bowl with golf. But remember, there's a ceiling and a floor there, okay, mm-hmm. that isn't as high as other players. And McVay, now, it took him a couple years, but he realized eventually, he's like, yeah, yeah, I need someone with more than this. Like, I, you know, and Kyle Shanahan has a similar resume to McVay. He got to a Super Bowl, did not win, came close, but didn't win. Uh, everyone touts him as this offensive young genius, right? And I feel like he's feeling himself a little bit, and he's going to make the mistake that the Rams did, and it's going to be worse because they're giving up a ton of picks for him. Yeah, so the uh, a lot of people obviously looking at this draft and thinking about the number of quarterbacks are going to be taken – and the number that are going to be taken, one, two, three, you know, how's that going to go down? The thing about it is this. Um, 
if you're Kyle Shanahan, do you really have the clout to say, this is the kind of quarterback I want, and the organization's having the belief in you to go, well, he's going to be here for as long as he wants to be. So get him whatever. Well, clearly he wants. that's the case. Well, right. I think. So, so, so I think what's happened here is, is you have John Lynch and you've got Kyle Shanahan, who both know that winning is not something you can plan in the NFL for two or three or five years down the road. And we just had a taste of it two years ago in the Super Bowl, and then we got destroyed by injuries this past year. It's about go time now. So if Shanahan says, this is the kind of quarterback that I need, then they're going to go for it while many of us are sitting here going, now are you sure? Because I can make a case for Mac Jones that he went to the biggest school in the best conference, played around other NFL players. He ran that offense. He was a championship caliber guy. He played for a great coaching staff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but is he the best prospect is the question. No. And, well... You know, listen, no, it, I'm t- I watch a lot of college football, man. I'm telling you, no. No way in hell. Now, he may be a good fit for them for what they want to do. Well, that's that's what they're at. But but I don't I don't I, I think that that stuff runs out like we saw with golf, LZ. Well, the thing with golf was that Sean McVay inherited him. Right? Correct. So and, he had and, to work and with him. Is going after this one. Right. But yeah. didn't they go after Garoppolo too? They did. So he already had his go after. Right. <laughs> as far but as he I'm could, concerned. He could, but he could say that wasn't me. That was John Lynch, right? Like, we don't know who's that go after. Who he, was that go after? He was, he was there, and they went after him. Right. right? They, but now it kind of <laughs> looks like a bargain, comparatively speaking, to what starting quarterbacks get paid. Garoppolo's injured, not that good, and now he doesn't even get paid like – I mean, it was a big deal at the time. It's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, well, all I would say is Sean McVay's had more success, and he had to, in, and he inherited that QB, and this guy Shanahan is is on his way to his second. This is my guy, quarterback. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I I think it could screw up the whole draft or make the draft for someone if Justin Fields falls to the right team. So, uh, all right, real quick before we go, is your vehicle due for service? Head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home with a 15 minute drive through oil change for over 30 years. Valvoline's provided quick and convenient. Uh, services for busy people like you with your car. No dragging the kids to the dirty waiting room. At Valvoline, you stay in your car nice and safe while the expert technicians take care of your ride and put it in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Pull up, drive in, and drive out in 15 minutes. Visit their website, SoCalOilChange.com, for locations and game-winning coupons. Elsie Granderson, great to hear your voice again. Welcome Hi. back, and great job, as always. It's great to have you guys' ears to hear my voice again. All right. Great job, Scott, as always. Hey, much love to everybody. Lauren, Greg, great job. We'll be back tomorrow. Lakers talk is up next. We'll talk to you then. See ya.